0: Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on a Loving Marriage podcast. Now, today's episode is going to be a little different because Allison, uh, she's hanging out with our son right now, uh, but we have a very special episode in store uh, because marriage is awesome, and we can all get better, and definitely with our finances. I'm going to share a couple statistics from Ramsey Solutions about marriage and finances uh, just so they have here that. Money is the number one issue married couples argue about. Is that true or true? Uh, 86% of couples who get married in the last five years um, started out in debt. Uh, Another one says the higher a couple's debt burden, the more likely they are to argue about money. And the last one says that couples in healthy marriages are much more likely to talk about their money dreams and make long-term money goals. Now, we have a real problem on our hands, but I have good news. We have a special guest, the Jenny Webb. Uh, she is with us, She's going to guide us with our finances. Now, Jenny Webb, she's a good friend of mine. We actually connected in January of 2021, and both of us are extremely passionate about helping marriages succeed. Now, Jenny, she's a financial coach, and her whole thing is to help you create simple systems to stop living paycheck to paycheck. Now, I know a lot of us do, but that's why she does what she does. And she wants to do that so that you can stress less about money and live the life you deserve. I love her mission and her cause. Now, listen, what Jenny does, she offers one-on-one private coaching. She does speaking engagements and so much more. So you can connect with her at Uh And we're, we're going to share that at the end, um, but you got to connect with Jenny uh, today, <laughs> okay? So, Jenny, tell us about yourself. How you, how you doing? Was, was, was that a good intro? I've been practicing in the mirror. i getting ready for it. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so I've been on a couple of podcasts, and that by far is the best intro ever. So thank you, you for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yeah, doing really well. Doing really well. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. Well, I've shared, you know, enough on my part about you. Why don't, why don't you share some about uh, yourself? You know, how did you get into financial coaching? You know, what, what, you know, as far as with marriages, Cause that, that's a lot. And you're seeing that, and you're seeing that marriages are struggling with it. So tell us about yourself.
1: Sure, sure. So my name is Jenny Webb, and I run an online membership called Money by Design, and it is for people who are ready to stop living paycheck to paycheck, so that they can eliminate that overwhelming stress and anxiety that their financial situation has on not only just their relationship, but also the relationships they have with their family and their friends. And this all came about um, because of the journey that my husband and I went through. So. We got married in 2002, and for the first um, 11 ish years of our marriage, we kept a consistent $40,000 of debt between car payments and student loans and various credit cards. We just could not get below this $40,000 mark, and we made good money, but we just could not ever seem to get ahead. And we thought about it constantly. And in looking back, and with some of the research that I've done, you know, I I take a lot of responsibility for what happened because I was really controlling. I know that a lot of women struggle with this need to to control and to have things um, perfect and whatnot. And I was badly mad but I didn't know the impact that it was having. And he tried to get involved. He tried to be part of the conversation, but I would literally push him away because I asked for his input, and then told him I didn't want it. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of message I was sending him, but it was not a good one. And we made so many financial mistakes over the years, and it really tested the strength of our marriage. Now, we were never really like on the brink of anything, but it was a strain, and it caused a lot of tension that by the time 2014 rolled around, we had had enough. And so we were just no longer enjoying life. We had stopped contributing to retirement years before. We hadn't taken family vacations. Our language was we can't afford that or that's too expensive. And we just realized that the source of all of this unhappiness
2: was the debt. The, the debt was literally stealing our joy. And so using the same strategies that I actually
1: do teach people today, we just got busy getting out of debt. We had a a small inheritance come in, and we took that, and then we spent the next 12 months getting rid of that $40,000. And so we we became debt-free in 2015, and we haven't looked back. We haven't, um, other than our mortgage, we have not had any consumer debt since 2015. And because of the strain that I saw it put on my marriage, and the strain that I've seen it put on other marriages, and even people who aren't married that are maybe... Living together and combining their funds and even single people. It's just stress that's not necessary. And my mission, as you stated, is to help people break that cycle because there is life outside of debt. There's a joyful life outside of debt, but it's really hard to find it when you have the weight of
2: that big debt boulder sitting on your shoulders.
0: That is so good. Now, why, why do you think so many? marriages struggle
2: with their finance? Oh, that's a really great question with many possible answers. Um, But first and foremost,
1: I think it comes down to how each person in the relationship was raised and what stories they created around money. So if all you heard growing up was, we can't afford that, that's too expensive, then you might automatically assign value to something without ever really understanding how much the item or the service costs in relation to the value that you receive, right? So, if I try to sell you a pen for $10,000, you're probably going to tell me that's too expensive. But if I try to sell you a Lamborghini for $10,000, you'd probably jump all over that, right? Right. And the way we perceive the value of things can shift if we have already assigned the term too expensive to something. And then conversely, if you grew up watching your parents spend and spend, you may not have learned how to place value on an item or a service. And then you just believe you can afford everything regardless of what your income actually says you can afford. So there's that piece of it. And then you um, add in that if you're like most people, you were raised to not talk about money in public. And some of you may even have been told to never talk about money with anyone, including family. And it's, it's such an emotional topic. And people would just rather ignore it than really talk about it. And that's kind of like my husband became that way. I helped create that for him because it was an emotional conversation between the two of us. he would just rather avoid it altogether. So combine two people who grew up with different money stories, and then you couple it with the idea that you're not supposed to talk about money, and voila, you have a recipe for money struggles in your marriage. You, you don't know how to ask. You don't know what's okay to talk about. And you have a
2: perception that is possibly very different from that of your spouse.
0: Yeah, that's something uh, I recall the first year Allison and I were married, and uh, we definitely saw very quickly that we viewed money differently, Uh, and uh, that's something that we had to work through, which leads me to my next question, because, you know, as you're talking about how how can we come together as far as our differences through finances and our understanding of it, but let's say, all right, let's say this, let's say spouses are not on the same page with their finances, and
2: they have different opinions about their finances. Well, well Jenny, what, what what do they do? So the biggest mistake that I
1: see most spouses make is thinking that, you know, they don't need help when it comes to learning how to get on the same page, right? They, they think they can figure it out on their own. Um, they can work through it. And they can, uh, they don't, they don't need any extra input. And they don't really know how to join together as a team and not mortal enemies. So let me ask you this question: Have you ever played tug of war? Right. Oh yeah. You know the game with yeah. the rope, right? Right. We all yeah. probably have. So, so I want you to imagine in your head that that each spouse is holding an opposite end of the rope, and they're getting ready to play tug of war. And in the middle of this rope, it's it's just a loose knot, but there's a knot in the middle of the rope. So can you see that in your mind?
0: Yep.
1: Okay, great. So couples who aren't on the same page with their finances are playing the game of tug of war. And that knot in the middle of it is like the heart of their marriage. And with every pull in the opposite direction, with each and every my way is the right way tug, that knot begins to tighten. And neither spouse is. Effective in moving the rope to quote unquote become the winner. So all that's really happening is the heart of their relationship is becoming this really hard knot that won't be easy to unravel or loosen. Due to all that stress and the strain of the pulling and the tugging, and so when when one of you finally just collapses, there's nothing left except feelings of defeat, feelings of resentment, and that this big old knot in the center that's going to take time and energy to loosen and remove. But by the time these spouses are done pointing at one another, there's no energy left to work on that knot. And that's why you read a statistic at the beginning of the show, you know, your podcast that money fights and money problems are a leading cause of, of divorce because of this exact thing. They're constantly at battle with one another, and they don't know it. So, what do you do if you're one of those couples who's like metaphorically playing tug of war with your
2: finances? My my best instruction is to say, drop the rope oh. and stop stop pulling against your spouse.
1: You know, our egos often don't want us to uh, give in, but if your marriage is worth saving then someone
2: has to be brave and just drop the rope, wave the white flag, and ask for help. And so when when I
1: work with clients who are married, the very first thing we do is we take a deep dive into why they decided to even seek help in the first place. And if they've taken the time to talk with me, then at least one of them realizes that there's a problem that needs to be solved. Now, that doesn't mean both spouses realize it, but on some level, they know that they need help, but they aren't really sure what kind of help they need. And, and I spend a lot of time trying to understand how each of them thinks and feels about money. And keep in mind, we're having these conversations together. So it's a lot like therapy, where you know each spouse is getting to hear the other talk about shame, past trauma, or maybe even just reveal a little bit of of ignorance about money. And each and every time I've done this exercise with new clients, the level of clarity that comes through is nothing short of amazing. I mean, you have spouses hearing things for the first time, and they're saying, I didn't know that about you, or, you know, I'm so sorry, I never understood that part of your childhood. And when we begin to peel apart those layers, we often find that simply being open and communicating honestly and respectfully about money, that's the key to moving towards getting on the same page so that they can then begin to work towards a common goal. So that's a pretty lengthy answer for that simple question, but it can be really, really complex, but the the key takeaway is you've got to communicate.
0: Mm, no, I love that. I definitely what you said about drop the rope and stop pulling against your spouse, you know, and, and I and I want to lead into that a little bit because, you know, that's for, you know, the people that do drop the rope and the people that do say, hey, you know what, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of the fighting, I'm tired of the way it is, we're going to change this together. Um, but I want to lead into the other side, you know, the people that are still pulling, so much soda, where they take a little time out, you know, they're getting some Gatorade, <laughs> you know, they're getting a fan off uh, <laughs> you know, from, you know, from their coach, you know, and, you know, taking a little stretch and they're picking the rope back up, you know? So why, why do you think that, you know, couples who need help managing their finances, like why do you think they don't look for help and, and what are the obstacles that they're facing?
2: You know, I think the biggest obstacle, and this is exactly what my husband and I face and what I think probably is the biggest
1: thing that most, Married couples face is they don't know what they don't know, right a, a majority of us were not taught how to handle money, so we think and, and we're told by society that that debt is normal that we deserve everything regardless of what our income says we can afford and it's become so easy to get credit and if you don't know how to manage the credit that you've been given, then it's only a matter of time before you're so deep in debt. It's like, it's like you're looking at Mount Everest and you're wondering, how are you ever going to get to the summit wearing flip-flops and shorts, right? You aren't prepared. You don't know what to do next. So when you're feeling that stress and strain of your finances, most people immediately turn to the Internet, right? They type in something like, how to get out of debt. And if you type how to get out of debt, it returns on Google 384 million page results so if you don't know exactly what you need to successfully scale mount everest and then live to tell about it all of that internet search is going to do is add more overwhelm and more stress
2: to what you already feel so so what do you do well you close your browser you tell yourself you'll just figure it out on your own yet you never do you know or Maybe you click the first
1: one and you get a little hint of something and you get get a little excited and get started and then you hit a roadblock, but you don't know how to manage it and you just slide back into your old habit. And it just becomes this nasty cycle that's hard to break if you don't have a guide to tell you, you know, what equipment you need, what areas to avoid and how to navigate the challenges of the climb as they appear. So, you know. I'm using another metaphor because I think they're great to describe these types of things. I mean, if you are looking down the barrel of uh, a lot of debt, it can feel like you're looking at Mount Everest and trying to figure out how you're going to fail that. And it can feel very, very defeating until you get that, you know, Sherpa guy that comes alongside you and says, "Ah, I'll get you outfitted. I'll get you everything you need. We're going to go up this together. I'm going to be with you every step of the way but people don't know that that kind of help exists. So I think it's just a matter of you don't know what you don't know. And so it's about educating people that the resources are there and coming alongside of them and showing them that there's no guilt, there's no shame. Your past is the past, but we got to start moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I think a great way to do that, you know, is, is to really, you know, I know we're talking about, Hey, here's, here are all the, the things that we can work on, hey, here are the obstacles, hey, here's some things that uh, that you do when you're not on the same page. And I think sometimes whenever you're dealing with things so much is that it's all that you can see. It's all that you can view. You're not exposed, you know, to what it looks like to have a healthy marriage, what it looks like to have healthy communication, a healthy financial plan. You know, and, and it's hard to see that when you don't know. It. It's like going to college when nobody in your family has. It's like being out of debt when nobody in your family has ever been out of debt. Um, but but just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it's not possible. It is possible. So Jenny, why don't you give us a glimpse? You know, for those who who haven't seen it, who haven't been exposed to it, you know, what what does it almost seems foreign? You know, give us a glimpse of you know what a healthy marriage with a healthy financial plan and healthy communication. What, what does that look? We didn't say perfect, but we said healthy. What, what does that look like?
2: Hmm. Yeah, I. I, like you, I, I mean, what you just said, I wasn't exposed to it.
1: My husband was not exposed to it. Um, we we both came from divorced homes, and um, I don't remember being told much about money. Uh, I remember bouncing checks when I was 14, and I remember just doing a lot of mismanagement, making a lot of mistakes, but nobody's saying, um, hey, don't do that. <laughs> and and my husband faced a very similar thing. So you're absolutely right in exposure to it. and. And so now that we are, we have learned, we've had the bumps, we've had the bruises, I can confidently say that ours is not perfect, but it is healthy. And what I have discovered on our journey and then through helping others is that there are three elements that every financially focused couple needs as part of their financial plan. And I teach all of this inside my membership on a deeper scale, but just at a high level Those three elements are synergy, strategy, and system. And what I have found is if you are missing one or more of these elements, then you are likely playing that game of tug of war and you don't even realize it. So let me just describe, just kind of high level, what those three things really um, show up like inside your marriage um, when you don't have them and when you do have them. So when a couple is lacking synergy, They feel very disconnected, they feel very antagonistic, and maybe even critical of one another. And when a couple is lacking strategy, they often feel discouraged and hopeless and aimless because they just don't know what direction to go into. And if a couple is lacking systems, then they feel disorganized and confused and they're just really unsure what comes next. But when you get all three of those present, In a financially focused marriage, and again, we're not talking perfection,
2: but just having these three things present, what they begin to then feel is solidarity, teamwork, and encouragement.
1: They feel hopeful and excited, and they become intentional with their time, their money, and the communication piece. And then above all else, they feel connected and they feel a level of certainty, and they gain a massive amount of momentum. And so using a variety of techniques, when I'm working with someone, we sit down and we determine together which of these three elements are missing. And then we get to work on helping them go from this feeling of chaos
2: to a feeling of control in their finances. Mm, I really love those three. That's uh, what is it? Synergy,
0: strategy, and what was the other one more time? System. System.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. I- yeah, you got to be
2: marching. You got to you got
1: to be on the same page. You got to know where you're going, and you got to be able to you know put the right things in place to help you get there.
0: Yeah. As I as I think on those, I can tell. I mean, it's, it's really true because I can even kind of reflect on times where Alice and I may have not had that synergy, and like you said, that that critical comes in, or may have not that uh, may have not had that that strategy, and it's like, hey, where are we doing? <laughs> where are we going? Mm-hmm. No, so that that's fantastic. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I would like to go even deeper. You know, I I love what you're talking about, and I want to get just a glimpse, you know, of really your process with working, um, you know, when working with couples, because you know, for me. You know what you do is is uh is so valuable as we're going through the statistics. I mean, you know, this, this is this isn't like like fun stuff. You know, it, it's it's hard. You know what I mean? Um, but just because it's hard, again, like we said, doesn't mean it's impossible. But you know, for people who've just said, "What is financial coaching? Is this like is this even beneficial? Um, you know, is, is this complicated? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, what kind of commitment are we looking at? You know, but if you could just kind of explain your process when working with couples, I think that would really put, you know, some people at ease just so we can get an understanding of, of what you do and, and how you break that mold.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I recently launched the membership, and that's the primary way that I'm working with couples today. And just a side note, you, you don't have to be married to, to join. It's open to anyone, but I do, you know, specialize in working with couples, but anyone is welcome to join who is looking to break this cycle. But inside the membership, I am working, uh, I'm holding weekly training calls, weekly office hours, Um, having experts that come in monthly and they talk about specific topics like insurance, um, investing, uh, home buying. These are things that I'm not the expert in, but I want to make sure that I'm equipping my members with people who are experts because there's a lot of questions around um, investing. I don't do any investing. I don't do, I'm not licensed to do that, so that's not my purview. I just help people get to the point where they can invest, and I connect them with a trusted person that I know will then take them to that next level. I do that with real estate agents, with insurance agents. I have this network of people that I'm bringing in to provide additional support for my members. And we talk about those topics. We talk about synergy. We talk about strategy. We talk about system. Um, during these calls, members have the opportunity to get individual one on one coaching while we're on the call in front of everybody. It's a great opportunity for someone who knows that they're ready to make this significant change with their finances. And, and they enjoy being inside a group environment, they enjoy being around other people who are encouraging them and supporting them. And it allows the member to create a plan that, that meets their family's needs instead of being, you know, pigeonholed into a cookie cutter, cookie cutter process that, you know, really restricts their spending or shames them for doing something outside of the plan. This, it's called money by design for a reason because you are designing your money to work for your family. I'm not here dictating what you get to do and not do. It's, what, it's finding what works for you, and I think that's what really separates me from most people in this industry is, you know, let's figure out the path that's best for you. Now, for those who want more personalized and more individual attention, I do still reserve time and space for working one-on-one with clients. And that process is very similar to what I just outlined in the membership, but it's one-on-one and it's private. And we meet every other week for about 12 weeks. And during that time together, we're doing the same things. We're focusing on the areas where you need help the most. We're digging deep into why you want help and why now. And, you know, for some people, it comes down to helping them learn to talk to one another. Maybe it's not their budget. Maybe they just don't know how to talk to one another. Um, For some people, they can talk, but they just don't know what to do with their money. They get to the end of the month and they're like, where did that go? We don't know. You know, they're not necessarily struggling, but they also don't know where things are. They've got kids that are nearing that college age. They need to start figuring out how to prioritize things. So after, you know, working together for about 12 weeks, clients report they're they're feeling more connected. They're sleeping better, right? Because when you're sitting up at night worried about debt, you're not sleeping their communication level has improved. They are laughing more. Like laughter is the medicine in marriage, right? Like if you're not laughing with your spouse, what are you really doing, right? Um, But they're laughing more And, and you're starting to see progress. Some make really big dents in their debt and their savings and some are just beginning to make progress. But either way, they are seeing movement in a positive direction. And after that 12 weeks, We decide do we want to keep working together one on one in this in this manner? All of my clients have stayed with me past the total mark. I'm really proud to say that because they see the value in having that guide that I talked about earlier, right? That person walking alongside of you. And I've recently with the membership, so anybody that works with me one on one, they get access to the membership as well. So not only do they get me privately coaching them, they can also be inside the membership and they can also participate in the um, weekly call, they can get extra help. So those are the two ways that I work right now with clients and I make it super, super easy. But, you know, to your point, a lot of people don't know that these types of resources exist. They believe that they have to sign up for, you know, um, only financial peace university, only nine weeks. They have no help after that. And, or they get in a free Facebook group and the free Facebook group is being run by people who have all kinds of opinions (laughs) and they're not really looking out for your best interest. So I'm creating a space that, that is encouraging and supportive. I don't tolerate anybody trying to dictate a lifestyle for anybody else. I don't allow that inside the group. I keep it a safe space because I want
2: people to, here's the thing, I think it's, People just knew that there was hope. Right? Just just hope. And and the confident expectation that they can be free. That's that's really all they need. It's just to know there's a little bit of hope. And that's
1: what yeah. I do. That's what I aim for with you know inside my membership and working with my my private clients.
0: Yeah, well, I love that, and and what you're talking about is is what we want all, you know, really all marriages to feel. We want all marriages to feel more connected and to succeed and and to laugh and to be on the same page, you know, to have that synergy, to have that strategy, to have those systems, you know. And I think sometimes we let our situation um, stop us, you know, from believing that it's even possible, you know, and I know from the, the couples that you've seen work together, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: and, and, and here's the thing, too. You can be on different pages, right? So you can
2: have different viewpoints, but as long as at the end of the day before you move forward, you agree on the path, that's really what it comes down to, mm-hmm. right? So if you're, if you're looking at making a big, you know,
1: financial decision, as long as the spouse has the ability to
2: express their, their thoughts, and be heard, and feel heard, and feel seen, and they can still
1: disagree, but they come together on one direction, that's what we're looking for. I'm not looking for anybody to 100%, 100% of the time, agree <laughs> with their spouse. I, you know, I, I, I don't think that's realistic. It's just
2: a matter of being heard, and being seen, and then agreeing on a path forward with no resentment.
0: Yeah. Well, what, what I want to do is, uh, finish with, uh, two more questions. Uh, but one is, you know, I know we're, as we're talking about, you know, these, these couples and what they are getting, you know, what they are and how they are feeling, you know, what, what do you wish? You know, it, it's like, um, it's like when people say, you know, if you could tell your younger self, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but mm-hmm. I think for this one, you know, as you know that we, as we both know, there are still couples that, that, you know, that are in the depths of this, you know, what do you wish those couples that are struggling? Uh, you know, financially in regards to just not being on the same page and not having synergy or a plan. But w- what do you wish they knew
2: about getting their finances on track? Um, I remember feeling very alone um, on my journey. And so my my wish and my hope would be that that they would
1: know that they don't have to face the struggle alone, and that there is no there's no right, best, or only way to manage your money. And I know that they hear that a lot. I know they hear there's only one way to, to get out of debt. There's only one way to do this. And that's just simply not the case. And I think that's what leads to confusion. And so I just think they need to know, like I said a minute ago, there's a path forward, and it doesn't involve deep sacrifices, it doesn't
2: have to come with shame or guilt. It's just a matter of, of of being courageous and being brave enough to just raise your hand and say, "I need help." Before this knot in my marriage becomes something I can't untangle. Well, um, any any final comments for us? Because
0: I, I just feel. I feel so hopeful. <laughs> I think that's, that's <laughs> the best way I could feel. And I, and I really hope that for you, our listeners, you know, we have, we have listeners, um, uh, Jenny, from North Carolina, South Carolina, to Barcelona, to Brussels, California, really all over, which is pretty awesome. Um, I mean, to Dublin. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy. I've, you know, I've, I've said, hey, you know, shoot me an email, you know, if you're in a foreign country, I'd love to send you something. <laughs> um, but, but nevertheless, just for all, everybody. You know, because relationships, you know, we all want to have a better relationship. So any any final comments for all of our listeners, no matter where we are?
2: Um, Would it be okay for me to do a little tough love? Can can your audience handle tough love? (laughs) Come on. All All right. So your past money struggles do not define you. And your credit score here in the United States it does not define you and you may
1: not have learned about money growing up but that's the story that you're telling yourself
2: and using as an excuse to continue to make financial decisions that are not serving you and if you've said those words i've not learned about money growing up and you have children it is your responsibility to
1: teach them what you wish you had known so that they can avoid the pitfalls that you might be facing. And, and when you realize that money is nothing more than a tool, right? The way a hammer is to a carpenter,
2: you can destroy a house with a hammer and you can build a house with a hammer, right? It's nothing more than a tool. When you realize that that money is just that, and that you can
1: use it to make an impact in this world. That's when you're going to find the freedom
2: that you've been searching to have. I have found that the majority of people, when I, when I ask them why, why do you want to do this,
1: each and every one of them have said some form of, I want to be more generous. I want to be able to give more to my church. I want to be able to give more to this charity. I want to be able to give more, but they have nothing left to give. And so, when you take the emotion out of money and you see it as a, a tool that you can use to impact the world, that, that's when the freedom comes. Whether it's the time freedom or the
2: job freedom, the money freedom, whatever freedom it is you're seeking, that's when it shows up.
0: Mm, I love it. I'm so excited. I'm just excited about all you know, all the people that you're going to help. You know, and, and again for those listening. You know, this is not, you know, this this is not a sponsored, you know, podcast or anything. Um, this is a you need to drop the rope, you need to connect with Jenny. <laughs> That's what this is. So um so Jenny, how can our listeners connect with you? I think this is the most important piece. So if you if you're driving, turn the volume up, you know, make sure you pay attention. You know, wherever you are, get this information. So Jenny, how can our listeners connect with you?
1: Yeah, so the best place is just to hit my website, which you mentioned earlier, and link up in the comments of your podcast show notes because I don't want anybody to miss the spelling, but it is springbackfinancialcoaching.com. And on my website are the links to my social on Instagram and Facebook. You can access the free mini course that I have on budgeting, and you can get on the wait list for when the membership opens up again. And you can even book a 15 minute no pitch chat with me to see if coaching or membership is even a good fit for you. So that's how you can connect with me. That's the easiest way, rather than trying to give you all of my different handles. Just hit the website. Everything is there that you would need.
0: Awesome. Well, guys, listen, connect with Jenny today. And the reason why you want to connect with Jenny is so that you can stop living to paycheck, paycheck. Listen, you need to stress less about money and live the life you deserve. Thanks for joining us.